The DeFalco Files is an entertainment-based program. Some memories of certain events might be fuzzy. All opinions are that of the host. Content might not be appropriate for children and some adults. Listener discretion is advised. And remember, the truth is here. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting presents The DeFalco Files with FSW owner Joe DeFalco and your host, Matt Michaels. Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here on The DeFalco Files with the owner and creator of FSW, the future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas, Mr. Joe DeFalco. Joe, it was a big weekend for you, no escape this past Sunday. And it looks like we have a special guest and a new FSW heavyweight champion. The special guest, the guy, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I I have no escape from Ice Williams now that he has the belt. (laughs) As my man Fowl said it, no ice escape. It's low-key becoming my pay-per-view mid-key. Mid-key is my pay-per-view, well, you how many how many cage matches have you worked in FSW now? Um, that would be my third cage match. Third, I've worked a couple of cage matches at Knox Pro. Shout out Kishi. So I'm probably sitting at like five, six cage matches at this time. What's the difference for you in terms of when you wrestled Hammerstone a couple months ago in a no cage environment? Versus what you had to put yourself through to come out with the championship in a cage environment. Was it a different philosophy for you when you looked at the, uh, you know, how far you pushed them before to what you needed to do to actually win? Yeah, uh, the first match with Hammerstone, I gave it my all. I pulled out all the stops. I tried, I tried everything that I had in the bag. And and it wasn't enough. That goes that goes to show you Hammerstone, one of the greatest champions to do it, one of the greatest people on the scene today. And uh, he was still able to prevail. I was I was I was a little bit hurt because I was prepared. I was very prepared at that moment. I was I, I believed I was ready at that time. And and Hammerstone just Hammerstone is Hammerstone. So so that was. If anything, that gave me a little bit more of an advantage going into the steel cage match because I understood that it wasn't just going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be before. It gave me that little extra, you know what? Yeah, you could pull out everything out, pull everything out the bag, but you're still going to need an extra ace up the sleeve, hopefully, that could pull on through and... uh and we did it this time. We did it this time with the cage. Joe, what was your feelings uh, going back to when you first looked at, you know, possible contenders for Hammerstone? Did you see Ice in the picture? And at what point did you start thinking that Ice might have a legitimate chance of being the person who can potentially win the belt from Hammerstone and uh, start a new era of FSW heavyweight champions. It was about a year ago. I remember I was talking with Remy and we were talking about like, you know, who who's there that, that could possibly, you know, take that mantle. And, you know, believe it or not, I was the first person who said, you know, what about ice? And it's like, you know, the question became, you know, is the readiness, you know, Obviously, Ice and, and everybody who's doing this and is looking to excel believes they're the guy. But they're not the guy until I believe that they're the guy. And and we've had guys like Toa came in, and I'll be 100% honest. Toa was a guy we looked at that, hey, this guy, he could be the guy. You know, we looked at class and said, hey, class could be the guy. And, you know, ice and class are are polar opposites. So, you know, class reminds me of that old school Ric Flair, the robe, the, 
you know, I'm better than you, you know, highly educated. I'm a doctor on the side, you know, and he he's a different version of a pure heel. And I always talked with Ice before when he wasn't a heel, that he really was a heel. But at that point, people started to like him because when he first came in, you know, he was, you know, he was loud. He was brash. And he was this guy who had really done nothing, but he was loud and brash. And right. when he had his feud with Damian Drake, I told him because he had stole the belt, I remember, in the promo and things. And that was when I started to see the turn to where the fans weren't behind him as much. And, yeah. you know, the, the process you know, took a life of its own. And the faction, you know, I always thought, you know, the faction, hey, they were this mid-card group of guys and, and they were kind of lulling around. But in what I thought was these guys are going to be elevated because of Ice, it ended up working both ways because Ice became extremely elevated because of the faction and it helped everybody involved. And at that point, now it's like, okay, let's keep your eyes on that. Uh, you know, when he beat Funny Bone, that was a big moment. And the faction really got involved in that. And, you know, despite going like 15 minutes over, the one thing that I was okay with was that I was actually, you know, engaged in the match for the, its entirety. And a lot of times when guys are going three or four minutes over, it's like, fuck. This match seems like it's going 20 minutes. Oh, we're only at seven. I was like, holy shit, then this match must suck because it's like, go home already. I'm bored out of my mind. And that never happened in that match. And then giving him the opportunity to wrestle Hammerstone uh, back when he did, was it the anniversary show? Anniversary. At the anniversary show. So that was in June. And it's almost like, you know, I like to give people tests. You know, before I, I, I push all all the chips in, it's like, let's see how he does. And, you know, him and Braxton went full force. They got all their they got all their buddies to come. And it was weird, a weird atmosphere that Ice was almost basically the baby face in that match. And, you know, I thought there was gonna be a riot. I had to get out there with like Juicy as my bodyguard because, you know, Ice didn't walk out there champion. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I had, I had to look over my shoulder because he was the, 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 the baby face. And, you know, Hammerstone gave the thumbs up, you know, the, 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 put him over and, you know, tremendous effort. And, of course, oh, man, I should have won the belt that day and blah, 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 blah. Well, I, I think him winning it this day uh, ends up being a bigger deal than it was. So now uh, February 10th, I came up with the name, by the way. Because Joey wanted to go with Ground Zero. I'm calling it Ice Age. Ooh. Uh, so I want him to have on the logo of Ground Zero, like icicles hanging Ooh. off the Ground Zero. Okay. Ice Age. Let's start it up. And that's, why I'm, as, and that's why I'm as brilliant as I am. That's why I'm the brilliant one. Well, I mean, Ice for you. Uh Joe said something that I really hadn't thought about in a long time, and that was when you were catching on as a face and, you know, the streamers, the the white and blue streamers and, you know, the uh, the snowmen, you know, it's things that were very babyface, but that turn, when you turned, it has almost solidified you to the point where we don't even remember that. Mm hmm for you, what was your feelings in terms of, is it natural for you to A, be with your friends? Because that's what the faction really is, too. It's a brotherhood, and that's why it works so well. And two, uh, have a chance to just do what you guys are doing and not really care if the crowd loves you guys or hate you guys. Uh, it all just depends on the taste and what you like in your wrestling. Um, before, before I talk about, before I answer your question, I want to talk about a couple of things Joe said, because he said that everybody believes that they're the guy. And I doubt that that's even true for the most part. I don't think a lot of people here or on the, 
on the scene today believe that they're the guy. And that's where my advantage was. I believed that I was the guy and I was and I was the guy to myself. And and yeah, Joe, you could say that uh that that they're not the guy until you say so. But yeah, no, Ice was the guy the whole time. I've been the guy. I was I was the guy when I was the no limits champion. I was the most important champion in the company at the time. I had Hammerstone on my undercard at that time. Everybody was vying for the no limits title at the time because that's that's just what facts was at the time. People people wanted to see ice. It's always been the case. It's how I've always treated myself. Always wanted to be the main event. Always wanted to be in that position. Always wanted that responsibility. So so when it comes to to being the guy, it's it's more of a mentality instead of waiting for a crowning from somebody else. And and a lot of people are waiting for Joe to to just coin them as the guy. They're just they're waiting on the sidelines, and that's and that's where their disadvantage is because they're waiting for his approval. And I and I took it. I I took it. I said, yeah, I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the person when I come out. The fans they're gonna they're gonna react. They're gonna feel some type of way. Um, so come, uh, shout out to that Damian Drake program because it definitely planted seeds of, you know what? There is another side to him. There, there, there is another side to this ice. He's, you know, he, he got, he got, he got some dirt on him as Booker T would say. He got a little bit of dirt on him and, uh, it just showed that, planted some seeds, and then when we came to the Funny Bone match, the crowd was was split 50-50 with ice. And uh, I, 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 was, I was silently in talks with Braxton. I was silently in talks with, with, with Braxton, and uh, I didn't and think And little that, known fact, uh, Mr. Classic before Watson came in, so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, before... Um, I didn't even know it was gonna happen. I was just, I was just chopping it up with the boys. I would, I used to play Xbox with them during the pandemic. That's all it was. That's how we, uh, that's how we started off, like uh, becoming cool, me and the boys. And uh, I'm See, happy. If he played Xbox with Brandon G, he would have been in the faction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatness. I heard, I heard greatness. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. Aren't we speculating that greatness was underneath the mask? Because that was a that was a great finish to the No Limits Championship match. Uh, like, we we, we hopefully will Brand- find I out. I swear it was Brandon G. I could swear it's Brandon G. If it's Brandon G, you heard it here first. It's uh, possible. So, so I was in talks with the boys on Xbox. We became cool on Xbox, and then when I had that Funny Bone match, the crowd was fifty fifty. Let's go ice ice sucks. Let's go Funny Bone, and. Uh, Right before my No Limits Championship was 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 taken from me, outcome outcome lights camera faction, outcomes Fresco, outcomes Watson, out outcomes Action Braxton, and uh, they they made a sacrifice to keep the title on me because they saw something that at the time Joe didn't see, which was Ice is the guy, Ice is the champion that we need to protect, Ice is the guy that we need at the top of this company. And uh, when, whenever they, 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 they did that sacrifice, they sacrificed themselves. Ham- uh, Funny Bone went through all of them, and then I cooked them at the end. Ended up frostbite in attacks, pinned them one, two, three in the middle of the ring. The decision was easy right then and there because I understood what they understood, which was, oh yeah, we got to keep this title around me. So. Yeah, shout out to me and the boys. The boys, and then. They they were positioned lower on the card, opening show, pre-shows, always getting beat by all these Aria Davaris and, and people like that. Hyper streak Ooh. at the time. And I saw more. I saw more with the boys. And uh, I believe that we all elevated each other. We elevated each other's games. Because uh, in the programs I had with the Seth Fatus and the Chris Bays and the Danny Limelights, they were they had integral parts in it that Fresco got a match with Sefa. And uh, 
they they got to highlight themselves with with me by their side because I had that spotlight yeah. on myself. So it, I was able to help them show Joe, show the crowd, show the people that we're ready. We're more than ready, and we're we're who you're going to pay attention to. Was it what was that moment like uh, right at the end of the night where here you are on the ramp and you've got the title? The uh, Fresco and Watson has the tag titles. Braxton's got the cash in a case, man. I thought that was one of the most like poignant moments to see all four of you guys in that just capture picture right there of how hard you guys have worked and work together um how was it for you to, to just have that moment with them we we did it we did it because because just like how joe says uh, that you're not the guy until he says you're the guy and we we we've been combating that this whole time because he's been coining his guys the tbds the hammerstones we got these are the agent of the FSW matrix. These are agents of the FSW matrix. These guys are company guys. They're, they're, they're positioned at the top and they were, they were picked and we, and we have to fight that. We had to fight that. We had to, we had to take it for ourselves. And that moment just proved that, that we did it because, because it's us against FSW. It's us against everybody on the scene today we're a, t a company takeover faction takeover the faction prophecy some would say it's fulfilled i'm saying i don't it's not fulfilled until brax cashes in and that's on the way for whoever's the champ whoever's champ that goes to g shot that goes to danny limelight yes brax is on the way all the gold belongs to the faction it's just a matter of time till we all get it Joe, when you think of uh, how they came together and how they've risen, what for you is something that sticks out as the moment where you realize that these guys have something that isn't just, you know, them having fun or, you know, it moved past just kind of that um, – you know, that, that hanging out buddies kind of taking the mic, saying stuff, and they got directed and focused. Is there is there something that you saw in that that really started to see them elevate because they found that focus and direction? Well, early on, you know, there, there was no secret. You know, I felt Braxton wasn't, like, taking it seriously. You know, he was – you know, he was friendly with my kid, you know, involved a little in the production. And I, I, I'm a guy who's working every moment of every day, thinking, figuring out what we're going to do next, stuff like that. And if I don't feel somebody's working as hard, it's hard for me to, to give somebody something. You have to really fucking earn the opportunity. And it goes and it goes full circle in, in, in a lot of different ways. It's when we're talking about guys working every place in town and not not taking what they have in FSW seriously. And that is important to me. And, and, and again, I understand people need to go out and they need to do their thing, but there's value in what they're doing. And when I see somebody go out there and there's kind of no value and, hey, I can't make the show today because I'm booked over there. And it's like, well, I understand you're booked over there, but you didn't even ask if you were going to be booked on my show. But then you're crying that the next show when you are available that you're not on it. It's like I, I'm not here to make you happy. You know, you need to go out there. We're a big fucking deal. And some people don't understand it because they're in that little vacuum of they train at FSW, they get on future shocks, and they're not necessarily a guy like a Danny Limelight who's wanted to be here for a long time. 
And it was hard because there's the school shows and there's money and there's trying to get the younger kids on to where I'm trying to focus as much as possible on the locals and the guys who train with us. So, you know, a guy like Watson, he started in Arizona. He would come in, whether he was booked or not, he'd help out. So when an opportunity arose, he would get it. And that's how he earned himself a spot. And that's why I like the Arizona guys. They come in, they helped uh, this past Sunday, Blair Brody. He wasn't booked on the show. Uh, Gatson got hurt. Mondo went into the scramble. I needed a guy for the six for the six man. And there's Blair Brody sitting there and he wasn't going to be on the show, but he was still coming down to support. And I want people to feel that FSW is part of them just like I do. And if you do that, like a nice Williams and, and then when the faction got together and, you know, whether it is because of ice or because of Fresco and Watson and being together now, all of a sudden, you know, Braxton's more focused on what he's looking to do. And, you know, hopefully that turned him around and people were like, Oh, you know, what about this? And what about that? And I remember a story about Chris Bay uh, the year before we had a, a class ended up winning the cash in the case. And, you know, Chris, uh, who likes to question things, you know, in a, in a very professional way, like, hey, well, why are you doing this? And what are, you, what are you doing with that? And blah, blah, blah. And he had not really seen class before. And it's like, I always try to make sure our our guys, the main guys, are, are guys you can count on. So to me, Hammerstone, Graves, those are the, they're locals. They've been with me for 10 years. I know if they're booked, they're not canceling for any reason. And you know, class became a guy that I felt we could trust. And I felt he was a guy we could put, you know, that rocket ship on and, and, and give him the push. And Bay was wondering about the local guys and, and, you know, our crew. And it was like, well, they're, I don't feel they're ready yet. And if they're not ready yet, I'm not going to push that because I'm not a Las Vegas wrestling company. Yeah, we are. We're based in Las Vegas, but we're trying to reach out to the masses you know, we we know we run Vegas. There ain't no fucking, you know, maybe this, maybe that. You know, when Ring of Honor came here, we, we fucking smashed them. When Impact comes here, we draw more people than them, okay? You know, obviously not going to be AEW, WWE, but we have some of the best talent there is. So it's not easy to just be a champion in FSW. That's, it. it, it, it means a lot. Because our champions don't hold the belt for two weeks and then another one for three weeks and another one for four weeks and another one for a month. You know, we give people opportunities and you got to really earn it to get there. You know, there's guys who are doing well here that have belts over there and you can kind of see a little bit of that, that change of attitude that they feel they're ready. And it's like, you might be ready over there. But there's a whole lot of guys in front of you over here. And, you know, that's what you got to weed through. Because we have 40, 40 guys for a 25-man show. So who's going to stand out that needs to be booked on every show? So with the faction, it's also a little easier. Because, hey, we can do something with Fresco and Watson. And, and Ice is part of the show, but he's not wrestling on the show. Because, again, there's only eight or nine matches. But at the end of the day, the strong survive. The best guys are going to get on the best shows. You know, we have no escape, and there's always going to be people disgruntled. Every, there's other people who think after the show, hey, where, what am I doing? And it's like, dude, can I, can I relax a fucking day? It's like no escape ended stuff. And right. we, we, we crowned three new champions. Viva vanquished Maz. So obviously we need something different for Viva and something different for Maz and Hammerstone. He'll be back at the, uh, at the Mecca. Hey, who's in line for ice there? There, there's not one person. There's going to be 20 people, you know? And what excites me about that is at the FSW arena, moving forward, who ice Williams wrestles, it's going to be guys that have been there 
they've done that. You know, there's not a guy that's come out of nowhere. Like I love Primo Henio, but we're not we're not going to put Primo Henio in against Ice Williams. You're going right. to see guys like Remy Marcel and Cody and Jacob Austin Young and and guys that have been there for a long time. Juicy's back. Everybody's going to be gunning for this guy. And I think it, it as great as Hammerstone is, you know, when he was wrestling somebody, you know, a lot of times you're going to be like, eh, it's kind of like the Rumble. It was like Cody Rhodes and Gunther. You knew, you knew Cody Rhodes was winning. So it kind of takes a little bit away. But I'll tell you what, I, I'm excited about the idea of Ice as the champion because there's a lot of fan favorites, especially being a heel. And the first time ever, every one of our male champions are heels. So, yep. you know, it's going to be time for the baby faces to step up. You know, Ice and Vandegrift, they had some good stuff uh, that they did, you know, to revisit that for the heavyweight title. I can't believe that we can't pack the house at the FSW arena to see that match, you know? Right. So there, there's a lot of great things on the horizon. You know, I got Tito and Che coming back on February 10th. That's the first match I'm going to announce, you know, they're going to wrestle TBD. They're not getting that immediate rematch TBD. So we're, again, 2023, you know, the guys that are here, they're going to drop off. You're not going to see that hand, you know, they're going to hope to get on a future shock or a show. You know, we're trying to build this up, and Ice Williams is going to get that opportunity, just like in the past where he got to be in the ring with T.J. Perkins. He got to be in the ring with a funny bone. He got to be in people with him that were so much more experienced. Hopefully, we, we have to believe that that's what helped him get to that next level, working Hammerstone that first time. Hey, what do I learn from this? What do I need to do now in the next match? And, you know, he's the top dog now. And everybody is going to go after him. You know, I don't think he's wrestling on February 10th. I think the uh, the faction is going to be having a champion's celebration at Ice Stage. Uh, and, you know, who's to say that somebody doesn't come out and, and confront Ice Williams and try to be the first one in line to get that title shot? Ice, who are you looking at, man? What's on the plate for you? What's on the plate for me? Um, the, the guy, the guy that was doing all the talking knows who's on the plate for me because he's because now he's paying guys to take the title away from Ice. Now that's what he's doing because he didn't want Ice with the title to begin with. Ice had to take it. Ice had to take it from him. So now, so, so now he's about to get. So now he's about to hire some more goons to come after Ice and the faction. He's about to hire these tag teams to go take the tag team titles back. And, and so he could have control over over his titles. We we run this now. The faction runs this now. We have the power. We have the control. Um, who, who I decide to wrestle, I, I I don't know. I don't know. He said it himself. He doesn't know. He doesn't know who's gonna step up. He doesn't know if anybody is 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 there ready for it. I say the same thing. I don't know if anybody's ready for it. I don't think anybody's ready for ice. And when they are, they'll see me in the main event. When they are, they'll well, see me in the main event. I, I can give ice a quick list of guys that I think that uh, might be interested Who you've already in. been thinking of. I know. Yeah. I know. Because as soon as ice got the title, you're like, how can I get it off of him? Who do I got to get it off of him? Okay, the Jacob Austin Young. Okay, the Remy Marcells. Okay, the Matt Vandegrifts. Nick okay, Sander, he won a steel cage okay, match. Okay, the Finn Bodies. Bring all the gold guard. Bring the whole old guard. Because we're ushering in a new era. It's a new age. It's the Ice Age. It's in the Ice Dynasty. That's where we at. I'll, I'll, I'll slay all the old guys, okay? All the, all, the, all the vets. All the vets of the scene. All the FSW vets. Put me up against them. Okay, because I'm about to let folks know that this is future stars uh, of wrestling. Yes, we're here to highlight the future stars. That's what we're doing. And if I need to be the guy that slays the vets, I'll do it. Tell them all to step up. Ice is here. They know where to find me. The new, they the know new, the call. new legend killer. The new legend hey, killer. It's, it's up. Yeah. It's up. It's up. Hey, we got we got we got a young guy, Nick Xander, just won the uh, big steel cage match with Heartbeat. Nick Bugatti. Shout out to the Heartbeat, Ricky of the Year last year, something like that. If he want to step up, he can step up too. I heard him say something about the No Limits title. I don't think he I don't think he wants the FSW Championship. I don't think he won't ice. I don't know if he won ice. 
So, so maybe, maybe he want limelight. Maybe he want G Sharp. I don't know what he want. I don't know. That's rookie of the year. That's one of your top babies, right? That's one of your top babies in the company. Ask him what he want. You like him. You like the boys. You like the babies. You like them. Well, I mean, Joe, he's, he does have a point. You you are a baby, uh, a baby favoriteur in terms of the champions, usually. You know, there's usually a lot of face champions. Uh, how do you find that next person who is going to push ice as far as ice, you know, pushed Hammerstone, uh, you know, that really took ice to the next level? Is there someone out there who who has that uh, opportunity to, you know, put it into the next gear and uh, test how far Ice can go as champion almost right off the bat? You know, the key is stepping up. You know, you can't just be given things. If you're just given things, then you don't work as hard to get to that next step. You know, we knew from day one that Chris Bay was something special. We knew Cross was something special. We knew Hammerstone was something special. And for a long time, you know, we've seen guys develop and they kind of got to certain spots, but it's a combination of everything. While, you know, everybody has their positives, everybody has their negatives. In the world of FSW, there's no doubt that we have more talent than pretty much any non-major company in the United States, you know, bar none. You know, GCW draws some of the biggest independent draws there is out there, but I'll put my talent up with them and, and anybody else, you know, and there's guys that always want to come in. There's guys that used to come in and, you know, it, it's making deals and getting the best matchups possible. And as I said, trying to keep things fresh. So, you know, when Ice was the No Limits champion, you know, the pandemic hit. So as long as his run was, he didn't get a lot of matches in that time, time frame. Right. So now the idea is, okay, here, here's a list of guys that we use regularly. Here's a list of guys we use semi-regularly. Hey, what's going to make the most sense? Hey, we got the Mecca. We're bringing in name guys. What's a good match? You know, I've heard people throw out the name Willie Mack for a nice Williams talking about at the, at, at the Mecca. You know, Willie's beloved. Willie's awesome. You know, that could be a great match for Ice Williams. So that, you know, that, that's in the, yeah, uh, that, that'll get a check mark. Anytime we can get a Willie Mack on a show, him working Ice Williams, you, you never know what's yeah. going to happen. You know, Brian Cage is messaging me. Hey, bro, what's going on with the Mecca? Is that on a Sunday, March 26th? And it's like former heavyweight champion, you know, Brian Cage, you know, lives in Vegas, wants to work in FSW. Maybe Sign Ice up, Williams and Brian Cage. Sign them up, line them up, do all that. And, and that's what we're talking about. And – the confidence Ice has may be his undoing, but it may be, you know, the legacy rolls on and Ice Williams becomes the longest reigning FSW heavyweight champion ever. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, the hardest thing to do is become the champion. The second hardest thing to do is take the belt off the champion because now you got to pin him. Now you got to submit him. You know, there's a lot more different scenarios. The confidence level, not that ever, not that he ever had any issues with confidence, but you just beat Hammerstone to become the heavyweight champion. You're not going to be at a higher level of confidence than you are today. And right. for a a Remy, a Cody, a Nick Xander, a Jake Boston Young, a Juicy, whoever we bring in, you know, they have to take out the champ. And the difference with taking out this champ is he's got a lot of backup. So it's definitely not going to be a, a, an easy chore. It's kind of like Sharp and Damian Drake. Okay, I get to pick the stipulation because you want to hang out on the outside and have fun. Well, 
you might be able to get lucky and beat me once, but you ain't beating me twice in the same match. And I had a two out of three fall match. Damian Drake, shocking pin within the first minute. Everything calmed down, and Gregory Sharp again walked out as the Nevada State champion. So, you know, you got to do a lot to beat the champ. Ice. Is there a point in uh, the time you've been in FSW where you thought that maybe Joe was uh, was playing the favorites and wasn't going to necessarily recognize you and your growth? Did, did, was there any a point where you were just kind of frustrated and feeling that you were just kind of going in a circle? Did I believe that? Yes. Um, did I think I was going in a circle? No, because every every match I had was an opportunity to to prove people wrong. Because it's not it's not just Joe; it's everybody else around that's saying he's not ready as well. It's every all these other birds in his ears saying that as well. So so it's not just him. I'm, I'm combating when I'm performing. It's everybody else that 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 doesn't think much of ice, and it's been that way since uh, since I started. Nobody thought anything of me, but I thought everything of me. So I I I I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was going to go. So I knew what I had to do at the time. So I just yeah. put my head down and I worked and I and I got to the work. And a lot of people they they get frustrated and then they'll 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 air their grievances and they'll 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 talk a lot and they'll they'll complain and all this other stuff, but not really, not really deliver. And, and that wasn't going to be me. I didn't say anything. I may have thought it, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do me. I'm going to be the guy regardless of, of what anybody thinks, regardless of what Joe thinks, whatever, regardless of what anybody else is thinking. He's not ready, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Put me in that position. I'll show you. It's up. With with the uh, with the fan base that you have, especially, you know, uh, there must have been what thirty to fifty ice shirts in the house uh, during the match, man. Number one seller in the company, top seller, top merch seller. Come yeah, on! I wish I, wish I got a. This is I wish something I got that's undeniable. You know what I'm saying, man. Yeah, no kidding, man. Uh, I should have printed the shirts first and give him the and give him the, uh, the 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 side change. Right. Well, Ice. I mean, what does it mean to you that I missed the boat? You, yeah. I mean, what does it mean to you to have such good, loyal fans, friends, uh, you know, people who want to see you succeed, and you know, have now come out in you know numerous times in big numbers to show you that kind of love because it in a regular let's face it in a regular scenario you kind of understand who the good guy is who the bad guy is you know typical 101 wrestling but in the matches that you've had where it's been the main event boy it is a divided house because you get so much love from the people who support you well the the other factor here that determines who the guy is that we're counting out is the people. So it's, Hey, this is, I don't, I don't wrestle for Joe. I wrestle for the people, but I'm not, but I also wrestle for ice. You know, there was a point in time I was wrestling for the people and I wanted the crowd's adulation and I, and, and I wanted the crowd's love and respect and, and I saw when how how fickle they are, and they could turn on you on a dime like that when it's somebody else that they that they like. So so then I just started doing me. Then I got the boys with me, and I and I and I made them choose up. Like, all right, yeah, y'all want to be y'all want to be halfway, y'all want to be fickle, okay. But hey, I I can't I can't tell the fans who they like and dislike. So if they so if they so happen to like ice, if the fans so happen to want ice. I've been doing me this whole time. I'm doing me. They must see something they like. So that's, hey, they must see something they like. 
and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, there was, you know, uh, someone from the WWE comes in, Gabe, what? Gabe uh, you know, had some uh, some nice words about ICE. Uh, Gabe, like Gabe Sapolsky, he was there? I don't think so. I this think so. I, I just wonder what that does for you. Does it motivate you even to, to work even harder to you know, make sure that uh, those lines of communication between you and a, a national recognized company like the WWE or like AEW uh, is something that you can build towards those relationships get to that level? Well, I wish I wish I had the heads up that Gabe Sapolsky would, would have been there because I probably would have turned up some more uh, during the show. But I don't this is this is this is news to me but if he if he i don't know if he liked what he saw if he didn't but if that was the case then 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 he gets it then he understands what i understand which is he, he can tell who the guy is off bucks because you can tell based off of the camera work you can tell based off of the presence how the man holds himself how he carries himself how the faction how the crowd reacts so hopefully he was able to realize that when he was there, if he was there, this is crazy to me. So, Joe, any comments on uh, the potential of ICE making a, a big national company? The goal of every single wrestler should be to, to be that. If your dream is to be – the FSW heavyweight champion, that is more than fantastic. And, you know, that is not an easy accomplishment. You know, look how many guys have held the title. And as I've said, the FSW heavyweight championship is a championship that is seemingly a stepping stone for guys to get to that next level. You know, Eli Drake, which is L.A. Knight, Brian Cage, Chris Bay, Hammerstone, yeah. Cross, Lacey Ryan, you yeah. know, all, Jay Vidal, you know, even not that they, they weren't the heavyweight champions. When a champion is, is crowned, it's a big fucking moment. You know, again, it takes a lot to become a champion in FSW. And... I, I truly believe that I have a great sense of what, you know, of what I'm seeing. Like I brought in the young bucks when nobody ever heard of these guys at our very first show, because I saw a lot of talent in them and guys that we've brought in when we did the IWF shows that if you look at that card, none of those guys were in WWE ring of honor. But now if you look at that card, every single guy was an indie superstar guys we brought in before anybody heard of the ricochets the rich swans the the young bucks shane strickland you know when shane signed i got him it was like hey man i really appreciate you you know you were one of the first guys on the west coast to actually give me an opportunity because i was always looking trevor lee uh teamed with shane strickland against the young bucks because ar fox and rich swan got hurt and those guys didn't make the show and we had drew mcintyre uh, and Brian Cage in the final two of a tournament that had uh, Tommaso Ciampa in it and, and Chris Hero and guys that you knew on the independents that all ended up being signed by the biggest major companies in the world. And, you know, we talk about FSW today and we looked at a guy like Jay Vidal who exploded like, man, there's a good chance that Jay's going to get signed. You know, people talk about Matt Vandegrift uh, as, as another guy. And Maserati has been making the rounds in Ring of Honor. So we pride ourselves on hopefully having those people get to the next level. Solo Sokoa, he's killing it. He's in the bloodline. He's, a, he's, he's in the main event. You know, Lacey got to be in the, in the Rumble. And they didn't toss her out in seven seconds like they did Chelsea Green. They gave her a run. You know, Lacey's claim to fame. Shawn Michaels, huge fan. And we want those type of people. We don't want the weekend warriors. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's great if they're going to do it. But there's only a level you're going to get if you're only looking to be here. If you're looking to be here, you're not going to get to there. And 
no matter what Cross and Hammer and Lacey and Bay did, they knew their ultimate goal. And again, you're not going to make a living wrestling at FSW. We don't run enough shows. We're not contracted. We can't afford that kind of thing. So if you want to never have to work a regular job and become a professional wrestler and make enough of a living to do that, you have to get to the national companies. It's no shot on us because that's not the that's not where we're at. We're future stars of wrestling. Our job is to hopefully people give the people the opportunity to put themselves in that position. Whether it's having a coach like Sin Bodhi who goes to the performance center and 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 does training there uh, every other month. So now the radar of a Sean Davari, who's an agent in FSW, was is an agent in WWE. When he got fired the first time, he came to FSW and he tried to get Hero Lou booked because Hero would come to the class and he liked what he saw. And D'Lo Brown, talent relations in Impact. So in this business, not only do you have to be really, really good, you have to hope you have some kind of connections to get that foot in the door. <clears throat> and we're fortunate enough that in WWE, we have a Gabe Sapowski who knows who we are and pays attention to us and a Davari and in AEW and in Ring of Honor we had and in Impact we have relationships with. So when Impact comes out in a few weeks, there's a good opportunity for guys to get on that show. So we are the total package. And I know it sounds like, hey, come to the FSW, you know, training academy and become the next big superstar. Well, we're going to give you the opportunity. You have to fucking grab it by the balls and you got to fucking step it up. Because when you come to training, you're going to be in there with 20 guys, maybe more that when FSW doesn't have a show, People in California, people in Arizona are begging to have our guys on their show because there's so many of them that are going out there. And to be the cream of the crop in Vegas is being the FSW heavyweight champion. So it doesn't matter the other companies that are running around. That belt is the most important thing. And with ICE having it right now, everybody, everybody who wants it and everybody who doesn't want it, but they want it, you know, whether they're going to work for it or not. You, you know, Ice made the comment about uh, about being the guy. Uh, I know firsthand the delusion in a lot of people who feel there should be the guy. And why are you bringing in that guy? And why are you bringing in that guy? And why is this guy winning? And it's like, simply, they're better than you. And that's not a shot. It's depending on what your level of experience is. I always joke, you know, the suavecitos. And they're like, oh, wait, man, we're killing it, man. It's like, dude, you guys are great for guys who've been there in the business two years. If you were in the business 12 years, you'd be just okay. Because your job is to grow and get better. There's nobody who started in professional wrestling that they were the best they ever were two years into the business. So now the, prob the, the progression becomes, do you work hard enough to get better? You know, I was right. talking with Rocky yesterday, and we were talking a little bit about ice. We were talking about the show, whatever. And he goes, yeah, I come in there a lot of times, weird hours and stuff, because we don't generally see ice all the time at the regular training. Because the regular training is more based for the basic guys. And if we're doing like TV or, or certain things, or Kenny's there, you know, ice. But his was... Hey, there's a lot of times Chris Bay will be doing some training and stuff. And you'll see guys like Ice and Shogun and Hero and, and the faction guys there. Because they're looking to work with the best. And, you know, you can't just do it in one two-hour training class with 15 people because there's a lot going on. It's putting in that extra time that we talked about that Lacey always did and Jay Vidal and Matt Vandegriff and Damian Drake and Jordan Oasis now that I'll come in for training at five o'clock and it's 430 and those guys are already rolling in like they're hungry. You got to be hungry. You got to be disappointed when you're hoping that you're the next guy to step up. And then it's like, yeah, we're, we're going with him tonight, you know. If that doesn't motivate you, then you're probably not the guy. And, you know, 
it takes a lot. There's a lot of work involved. You know, go look at Ice's first match. Well, maybe not his first match, but go look at Ice's second match. Facts, right? You know, go, but go look at Ice and, and, and look at his body presentation. Yeah. It's his first match. He did tremendous. But as good as he did in the first match, I remember that first match. Like, wow, man, this is what got him on the map. He's far better now, but I'm always going to remember the first match, but I don't remember the eighth match because I remember this was his opportunity. He got that chance, said, give me a chance. I'll fucking knock it out of the park. Well, he knocked it out of the park. He wasn't waiting two months to be on Future Shock again. It was like, okay, let's start incorporating him into the regular shows. You know, he was selling tickets. He was looking good. The crowd was getting behind him. It was like, okay, we might have something special here. And you have to make me, because I come to training and I see a little, I, you know, I hear stuff from the trainers, you know, you know whatever. But when it's showtime, I'm, I, up until six months ago, I was doing every single match on commentary. So I'm sitting there watching, knowing exactly, hey, how the crowd, you know, responds, you know, talking with Gabe. He loved, he loved ice. You know, he felt ice was a guy who had it, you know, it was like. He, he was the brightest light in the room, in his opinion. And, you know, so he's a guy that whether it's today, tomorrow, next week, next month, you know, if he continues his rise, you know, I'm in a position to where I give links to people. And Steve Carino in, in, in WWE and Matt Bloom, who runs it. And Cross, who gives it to Shawn Michaels, is his boy in Triple H. Not saying they're going to sit and watch the network, but I am working on cutting up the show and sending a clip. Well, not a clip, the actual link of the match. So now Gabe Sapolsky will have a link, and all he has to do is click a button because he was here recently. So he saw who we liked. You know, he'll be, he he also books the extras for Raw and SmackDown. They're going to be here in March, but LA is only a four-hour drive. So if it gets our guys looked at in any particular way, that's because of the connection that's made. But it's now, yeah, I'll take credit for that. But it's now ICE's job. It's the other guy's job to now show them why they're a valuable commodity and they should be looked at harder. And now there's nothing in the match with ICE and Hammerstone that I say to Gabe and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a long way to go. It was a, it was a, a solid match and it was good stuff. And it's for a guy who, you know, is kind of under the radar. You know, while Matt and Jay Vidal, they got on some GCW, FE shows, you know, Ice has really been based out of Las Vegas. So in a lot of cases, he could be lost in the shuffle. But thankfully, because we have a lot of exposure – now Ice Williams hopefully could get scenes of the world and fight TV and all this other stuff that, you know, now it's like this is his time to shine. Obviously, he was trying to shine before, and it isn't like he should be working extra hard. He's just continually working hard. You know, he can look at guys and say, wow, man, I knew Sefa when he first started. This motherfucker worked hard. I'm working as hard as him, as Chris Bay, because – if you work that hard and you never get anywhere, how much motivation is it if you see all these guys who are ahead of you that never got anywhere? And it's like, hey, what's that uh, Chris Bay doing now? Oh, he's pumping gas at the Chevron working the counter. Oh, no, he's an impact making a living. And so Solo Sokoa is in the main event every fucking show in WWE. Man, if I work my ass off, I got a shot to be the next guy in line. And the guy's... There, and there's people who want to do it, but don't really want to do it. And then there's guys who improve themselves every time you see them. Right. That they work on everything they can. Obviously, Ice doesn't need to work on talking. We always have to work on him trying to talk a little less. But other than that, you know, the things that you need are you need to be a really good wrestler. But more importantly, you need to have a good character. You need to have a good persona. You know, you need to be able to talk on a microphone and, you know, and you and in this point, if you're stars in wrestling, you need to be you need to be a little younger 
You know, they're not looking for the the new hot 35 year old. They're looking right. for that 22 to 28 year old guy that they can kind of mold. And you can't beat personality. That's one thing he definitely has. So he's got a lot that he offers to anybody who would be interested in acquiring his services. And, you know, right here, right now, I'd like to offer my services as your personal agent and get you uh, get you bookings. It'll only be 12 percent less than the 15. But I'll make you a star, brother. Just come sign the dotted line. Joe DeFalco Enterprises, my friend. Right there. Boom. I'll send it to my lawyer, Brax. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, well, that brings up a good point. Uh, Ice, you are now FSW champion. Uh, what? <laughs> Does Joe need to know about how your rate has just changed? Oh, why are you bringing that up, man? <laughs> We're hoping I like slide that under the radar. You know that that's you know that, that that doesn't even need to be discussed right now. All he needs to do is concentrate on being the champ and working at getting better. You know he doesn't need to cloud himself with the evils of money. Okay, Easy. big bands, big bands, big bread. The bag. We we get into the bag. We get into the bread. We get into the bag. We're going to do it or another. That's what we own. Uh, Ice, as we, uh, as we kind of uh, get ready to wrap up here, uh, any thoughts, man, for, uh, for the people who are either going to be potentially coming after you or the fans or uh, just in general about how this whole experience was on Sunday and becoming – the new torchbearer uh, starting essentially a new generation for FSW. Um, some will say I'm on the iron throne now and, and everybody, everybody's gunning for, for, for the top shot for the top dog. I call myself the most important champion in professional wrestling. I want somebody with a championship to say otherwise. If you got a problem with it, say the ice, say the ice face, pull up. That's what we own. Um, Step up, step up to the boy. Step up. If you feel like you got it, if you feel like you could take it, it's up. It's up. Let me hear you. What you got to say about it? You got a problem with Ice being the guy? You got a problem with Ice holding the championship? What's up? Say something. <clears throat> I'm all ears. I'm all ears. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to the boys, the new tag team champions, the new FSW tag team champions, the most proficient tag team on the scene today. He is Watson and Fresco Matic. They did that thing. They did their thing. They 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 conquered. They've been they've been holding down the negative zone tag team champs over there for over a year. They still got it. They still got it. So there's that. Shout out to Action Braxton, putting Lights Camera Faction together. This mastermind of a faction that that he had a plan for, and we just getting started. We're just getting started. We we we're taking over. We've been taking over row. We hit row. Reality of wrestling. Booker T place. We we we've been over there. We coming for everybody there. Anybody that got a problem, I it's up. All I know is it's up. All these companies. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't beat the MLW World Champ. That's what I had to do. It's what I gotta do. So so Ice can't be beat either. <laughs> Ice only works main events, folks, too. So. So keep that in mind. And then other than that, it's up. It's up. Subscribe to the to the channels, Lights Camera Faction on YouTube, Ice Williams on YouTube. FSW Network. Subscribe to the FSW Network. Free Mr. Producer and his brother. It's, you know, that's that's just what we own. My unmatched perspicacity coupled with sheer and the fatigability makes me a feared opponent in any realm of human endeavor. Keep that in mind. That's where we at with it. That's where we at with it, folks. That's where we at with it. And that's where we gonna be. And that's where we gonna stay. Yeah, yeah. For the people that listening to it on audio, I'm dancing with the title right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. We can close out the show whenever you're ready. I'm, I'm capping now. I'm capping at this point. Oh, <laughs> well, I think, uh, Joe, uh, any final words as he's uh, capping? <laughs> uh, 
and Joe literally froze up. <laughs> it's up. It's up. Wrap it up. You got nothing to say. It's up. Well, that it's up, folks. Ice Williams, Lights, Camera, Facts, and the greatest movie you've ever seen. We did it here on the, the Falcon. We did that. Did you cut a promo in the snow? Boy, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. Oh. I can't believe you didn't cut a promo with the snow falling on you. Man, I ain't even. I wasn't. I wasn't even awake. I wasn't even awake when it was uh, when it was snowing, man. You know, I was at a long night celebrating. We was you at know, the club. That, I was know, on that, my poppy limelight. That, that's marketing one oh. Uh, that's marketing one oh one. Ice Williams the, the title, and the next day it snows in Vegas. It's up. Wait, wait. It's it's up. Joe, Joe, he said he was out with limelight. I I. Yeah, I would imagine they were out all night then. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Th thankfully neither one lost a belt because you know that that that's my concern with Danny Limelight having uh, the No Limits title, like leaving it in the club, and it's like now I got to get you know uh, somebody's going to hold it for ransom. Yeah. Oh man! Um, so so was the mister was the mystery guy with you in Limelight? I don't I don't know because the guy had. The mystery guy had a mask on, so whoever we was uh, with. I thought we were going to get an inside scoop on who the mystery guy was because he was partying with you guys last night. Nah, well, I, I didn't see Brandon G, so. Oh, so there you go. Could have uh, been him. Uh, so it probably wasn't. Wouldn't everyone would figure maybe Slice Boogie, and then I realized, Joe, you'd have to pay Slice, so it wasn't him. Oh, yeah, we're already, we're already in those negotiations. He was like, you know, you know, the the – the Puerto Rican poppies, you know, trying to take over uh, FSW. You know, you know, you know. I'm kind of big on those guys. All my, you know, Spanish Boricua. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. you know, I had talked about the Boricua faction a while back, and then Toa gets signed by AEW because they, you know, they see this big Samoan and don't know that he's a Samoan Rican and he's right. a half Puerto Rican. So it was kind of like, oh, here we go. But you know. <laughs> So, yeah, so a lot of mysteries. We got February 10th, Ground Zero, Ice Age. Ice, 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 And uh, we're probably going to open the show because that way we know we know all the 12-minute matches are going to need to be, like, cut down. We're going to have, like, 10-minute time limits because uh, it's going to be hard to get the microphones off those guys at the celebration. We up. We up. It's a celebration. It's a faction celebration, folks. The faction prophecy. It's up. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time awaiting. And now it's going down. The biggest party, not of the summer, of, of February. Here we go. It's up. It's called, it's called winter. It's called the winter. <laughs> all that. All that. All that. Or, it's the faction show now. It. It's the faction show now. Valentine's Day with the faction. Bring your girls, or don't if you want them taken. Don't do it if you want them snatched. Don't bring them. But hey, we leave them with joints. We leave them with joints. We hitting joints. So, so was the big celebration over at that big nightclub, Dre's? Um, it was. It was at. It was. It was at that. It was, it was at one of them clubs. It was one of that them clubs, one of them you know, after hour clubs, one of one of them after hour clubs. Well, I, I was gonna I was gonna give a free non-sponsor plug because I know a place like Dre's can use all the help from the uh, Joe DeFalco files uh, <laughs> people that watch our show. You know, I, I know you can use that clientele over at that place. <laughs> I think they're doing well. I think they're doing well off without it. Yeah, they're doing all right. I heard. All right. As we uh, one final question, Joe. As we uh, say goodbye, uh, Maserati, how's she doing? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. The uh, the women's match. Uh, most people thought it ended in the steel cage. It actually ended in the ER for both of them. So uh, uh, I guess they're doing okay. They got stitched up, and you know, I I, I haven't talked to Viva if she was. Uh, available from February 10th yet, you know, I know she had some stitches and she got messed up in that match and got injured too, so uh, I'll find out more this week. But yeah, right now you can mark it down, uh, a faction celebration, uh, TBD versus uh, the Wolf Zaddies, Tito and Che, 
So it's going to be a great show. You don't want to miss it. And ice. Uh, the only way. I Friday, know, February tenth. Friday, February tenth. FSW Network. You can catch it on that. Uh, Six ninety nine a month. And ice. Uh, if you want to take us out with. Uh, a traditional faction cut, I would assume, would be the best way to end it. Biggest <sighs> bad boys of podcasting.